welcome to the Blue Fire Digital Network. Welcome to the War is Everything podcast, where we share scripture, discuss the Christian metal scene and music, and help promote lesser-known bands. I'm Zachariah. And I'm Hunter. And we are your hosts. Our scripture for today is Psalm 84, 10, and 11. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Well, welcome into another episode of the War is Everything podcast. It's a little bit different this time. We've had a few episodes where it was uh, just Hunter and a guest or one that was just Hunter, but this one's a little special because this time you get just me and a guest. So we're going to see how this goes. It's probably going to be really terrible, especially considering the guests that we have today. Um, I didn't even tell Hunter who our guest was today because I know immediately he probably would have been like, no, we're not going to have that, that them on. So it was originally supposed to be me and Hunter interviewing two guests. Then it was just me interviewing two guests. And now it's just me and one guest because Dave's a loser that you know decided not to hop on. <laughs> so uh, welcome in uh, Jacob Towns from the band DAV. If the name sounds familiar, it's because he was actually featured on our track, Graveyard of Hope. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Zachariah. I really appreciate it. What a glorious introduction. That's right. Dave is a loser, <laughs> but I am not, and I am here. So thank you so all much. Right. The important ones here. That's that's all that matters. <laughs> that's not, right. Not the one that the band is literally named after, but you know the important one. <laughs> that's right. You know, we, we all can't be the glue that holds the band together, but, you know. <laughs> so the DAV just released a new song. Um, I'm trying to think when this episode is going to be released. About a month ago, once this episode is uh, released. Yeah. Um, and it was actually, I think for nostalgic reasons, it was one of my favorite DAV tracks to date. Um, maybe it's maybe it's because Jacob had such a small part on it, too, that that might be contributing to why I like it, but um, they did a cover of Better Is One Day. So I actually really liked liked the song. I think it was well done, and uh, I think I liked it as much just because of the nostalgia purposes of growing up hearing that uh, that song in church every Sunday morning, you know. But uh, why don't you walk me through, you know, the decision you guys made to to cover that song, you know, and why that song. Yeah, so this song was actually uh, chosen by Dave. He, he tends to do basically most of the songwriting and, you know, ran it by us. And uh, we actually recorded this probably in 2020. So we, we've actually had this song in our back pocket for a long time. Um, we put out our full-length album Warzone, and it just didn't seem to fit on that album. Um, and after Warzone, we put out two additional singles, The Divided Love. And we were just like, well, we still have Better Is One Day. Um, it was just mixed and tracked and it wasn't mastered. So, uh, you know, we kind of said, hey, you know, it's been a while since our our last single. You know, why don't we go ahead and put that out? 
And um, yeah, we went ahead and got it mastered and, and made a couple of tweaks to it and uh, put it out as a single. Um, we are, as a band, we are currently in the process of recording our second full length album. Um, you know, we're a couple, got a couple songs done so far. It's going to be kind of a, a long journey until it does get done. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm not too sure if that's going to eventually end up on the next album. I think we're probably just going to keep it as a, as a single. Uh, but yeah, it's Dave, Dave, um, lead singer, Dave, who's, who's not here, but I'm here, which is great. Uh, he's, uh, he does worship at his church. He's, uh, I think one of the worship leaders. So, you know, he, he has a real good passion for worship music and, uh, it's one of his, one of his great favorite worship songs. And, you know, we all agreed that that would be a pretty, pretty cool one to, to cover it. And, um, yeah, I think it turned out really good. We had, um, uh, Mike Hand, who, uh, if you were at our Life Fest show, you'd see he was up on stage, uh, doing some of the harmony vocals with us. Um, so we, we did a lot of different, uh, you know, the song was unique where we wanted it to sound not too far from the original, but we also wanted to sound not necessarily like a Sunday morning worship song. Uh, but we also didn't want it to go like any sort of full blown, super heavy, you know, crazy rock stuff. Um, and that's kind of where our band sits with most of our style. Uh, you know, some people say, you know, what do you think your style is? Some people say screamo. That's definitely not it. No, nope, that's people, not even a thing. That's not even <laughs> not, a thing that exists. So it's it's a it's a yeah, it's a fake term. Uh, some people say we're rock, and then some people say we're metal. And you know, me personally, I guess maybe it's up to everyone's interpretation. Uh, you know, because there's so many opinions floating around. I would say we're hard rock versus you know, with a little bit of super super soft metal <laughs> if you even call it that but yeah um, you know i'd say you kind of fall into that same category as like red where they definitely they're hard rock i don't think anyone would not a lot of people would try to argue against that but they they mix in some screams and stuff like that and some metal elements to the music but it's still hard rock and that's kind of where i would put you guys yeah, absolutely. So on the track, you know, we have, you know, a little bit of crunchy guitars. It's not super slow pace. And then, you know, we sprinkle in a little bit of my screams, especially uh, kind of a little bit longer one on the uh, on the end of it as well. So, you know, it gives it a nice feel at the beginning of the song. And then it kind of progresses a little bit heavier and ends on a bit of a heavier note as well. Um, so people like me who... I, you know, I kind of struggle with really getting into worship at church. Um, you know, I can, I can worship to sleeping giant songs. I can worship to <clears throat> broken flesh. Uh, but you know, singing, to, you're a good, good father's who you are. It doesn't necessarily do it for me, but I'm not saying that's bad. Uh, you know, everyone relates to, to worship in their own time. And as, you know, as long as you're feeling drawn into the worship, then, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But for people who maybe, you know, like their worship music a little bit, a little bit heavier and harder, um, I would definitely suggest checking out this song. And, uh, you know, it is available 
on iTunes, Spotify, and, uh, everywhere that you can find. So, um, a little uh, something happening here. Uh, Dave said he wasn't going to be able to make it, so Jacob hopped on and we got started right away. So we're a couple minutes into the podcast now, but it looks like Dave has joined the Zoom call. Do you hear me, Dave? Yes, I do. All right. Welcome, Dave. We, I guess uh, we have to take back our comments about you being a loser for not coming on. That's right. I'm still doing yard work, but I was like I could take a little few minute minute break here. <laughs> there you go. No, I, mean, I, I, I stand by my comments. so uh, i asked jacob this question and he uh basically said well it was kind of dave's suggestion and dave wanted to do it so i'm going to ask you the same question is um so we're talking about you guys cover of better is one day and like what why that song specifically and i asked jacob that and his answer was well dave picked it so you know dave picked it um well long story short um better is one day is my favorite worship song of all time and i felt you know we have to add some of that to our uh, list of music that we do so it's a little preview of you know of what a couple songs down the road may be like but definitely want to kick it up a notch too so want to add some other elements into potential other worship songs or worship covers that have a little bit more Jacob in it and stuff so that it has a little bit more epic sound to it than just singing, singing. So what makes it your favorite worship song then? Uh, why why because, is that? Well, I would say because um, we, both of us, we played Life Fest prior weekend and stuff. And I had a little scare before our set was going on and, you prayed for me, and that was a huge blessing and stuff. And that song is talking about better is one day in his courts, in his house, and his promise is everlasting life, that we're never going to taste death, we're never going to taste pain, nor sorrow, no tears ever again. Um, so that is why... I really like that worship song because it really focuses on what the promise of God is. All right. Solid answer. I'll take it. So, um, like I said earlier, the name of the band is DAV and we kind of razzed you a little bit while you weren't here about, you know, the guy who the band is kind of named after not being on the call. So why don't uh, you (laughs) walk us through the, the process of naming the band DAV? Sure. So I was in a different band called In The Verse. Some people may know them. Um, We're still a thing. It's studio only, but really haven't done much in, I think, five years now. Um, So God was pursuing my heart to still do music. And at the time, I was just, you know, focusing on like, I have to have people. I got to have a band, you know, in order for this to work. And God was like, well, why don't you just trust me and start going for it and don't worry about that. I have all that planned out and stuff. So I was like, well, going solo, I don't want to be called Dave Hansen because that's just stupid. You know, it's not Jeremy Camp and stuff like that. Yeah, who needs um, a band so, Hansen? I know, right? <laughs> um, 
So I was like, well, I'll take my name, I'll slice off the E and name it DAV, acronym stands for Delivered Adored Victorious. And ever since I named the band that, I always get the post on my wall that goes, my friend Dave lost his name or whatever, how that meme goes. And it just says DAV and there's no E. Um, and then about a half a year into it, because it was, I think, August of when DAV was actually born, um, people that I was hiring out to play with me for shows, um, things were going good. And with that, I just told them what the vision was. You know, is this something that you guys agree with, align with? And at that same time, I became real good friends with Jacob. I mean, I was friends with him on Facebook, but I actually got to meet him and how he actually got into the band. He, I give him the praise and the props because he kind of opened the door for us to get into Life Fest. So I was like, well, hey, why don't you come on stage with us? You can scream. You can do all my parts because I was currently screaming any of the stuff that was in the prior songs. And he's like, sure, I'll scream all that stuff. And then after our performance, you know, I just asked, hey, Jacob, you want to be in the band as well? And he's like, yes, I'll be in the band. So that's how he got to join DAV. And that's currently where we're at now. But we've released our debut album back June 2020. We're working on a new EP. It was going to be a full-length album, but we're going to cut it to like a five or six song EP. So that's what we are currently in the making of doing. Yeah, and I know EPs these days are kind of the way to go. People don't have as long of attention spans as they used to to sit through a full, you know, 12-song album. Um. Not only that, but also it just gives you the opportunity to release music faster and more frequently and that you just have to keep your audience engaged that way, you know? Mm. Uh, so, Jacob, why don't you uh, talk about what was going on behind the scenes that led you to joining up with Dave and the rest of the band? Yeah, I, I appreciate you uh, getting my side of the story. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so it's actually a really cool story, and uh, you know, it, it points it points back to God 100%. So, um, you know, my uh, credit my taste and desire for getting into music and Christian music and Christian rock to my dad, uh, who worked at radio stations and was general managers of radio stations, and also uh, owned his own Christian mobile DJ business. So, um, I grew up listening to. 80s and 90s Christian rock and pop and a little bit of metal. And um, I just kind of progressed into getting into more heavier stuff in my teens and, you know, getting into some really, really crazy, awesome Christian metal nowadays. And uh, anytime that someone would ask me, you know, what do you want to do? What's your dream job? And I would say, well, I, I want to I want to be a metal singer. I want to scream in a band. And I would just get the, the typical eye roll or the laugh and the chuckle, like, yeah, okay. And, you know, and, uh, you know, I almost stopped believing that too. I'm like, well, what, you know, there's so many, uh, there's so many fish in the sea, you know, how am I ever going to get to be put in a position where I can do that? And, 
you know, it was such a strong desire in my life. And, you know, I would, I would be screaming in the car to music and, you know, just had a passion for that. And I, I had a specific feeling or passion or desire to be in a, a you know, band and scream, but only part of it, not the whole time. And that was a very specific uh, call that I feel like that God was putting on my life that I wanted to be in a band and be screaming, but not the whole time, only some of it. So uh, for Life Fest 2019, when uh, Dave presented me with the opportunity to, you know, do some screams with them live on stage, I mean, I was just blown away, beside myself, excited, amazed, and, you know, giving God glory that even for one time, for a for one or two shows that I would be able to get up on stage and, and scream, you know, some awesome Christian positive, you know, amazing lyrics with a band. I mean, I would, <laughs> I told Dave like this, this is a dream come true. And then afterwards when, you know, we talked and he invited me to join the band. I mean, I just knew that's where God wants me to be. And that's where he called me to be. And, uh, you know, it, I'm still, I'm I'm just still blown away that I have the opportunity to be in the band and and do what I feel like God has called me to do and have the opportunity to minister to people through our music and change lives and and have a great time. I mean, I love doing it. I love the guys in it. You know, we, we fight like brothers, but you know, it's it's an absolute blast and you know, I'm I'm excited to see where where God takes us and yeah, I, I absolutely love it. It's all glory to God. It's, you know, I suck as a person. I don't think I'm that good as a vocalist, but if God can use me in any little way, I mean, I just want to be a vessel for him, for real. Jacob's uh, being a little bit humble here because I would definitely say his lows are more powerful than mine. So, you know, he's he's showing a little humility. Maybe uh, his pride got shaved away with his beard. <laughs> Yeah, you know, all good things must come to an end. So, <laughs> Jacob is it every year he lets his beard, his big ginger beard, grow, and then every summer he shaves it off and he looks like a, he looks like Mister Clean. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's true. Everyone loves Mister Clean. He's really clean. So one thing that I I find especially uh uh to be a cool accomplishment for you guys is um, that your song reached out back in 2021. Is that when it topped the charts? It, it actually for a week managed to hit number one on the Christian rock charts. So uh, talk about that song a little bit. I know that we're kind of, we're going to be playing the song better as one day at the end of the episode for people to kind of get a taste of your music, but we can't do an interview with DAV and not bring up the song that hit number one on the Christian rock charts. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, for reach out, um, I just want to give like a little backstory. So what's more important than that song going number one is actually what the song is about. And I wrote that song about my buddy, Joshua, who attempted suicide. And, uh, so that song is very special, near and dear to my heart. And especially because I believe it was a year, year and a half later, his own brother took his own life. So, I mean, that song just has 
a special meeting. So anyone that's listening to this, I just want you know them to know that they are loved, loved by a God that loves them, that does not judge them, and just wants them to come as they are. Um, so I just want to share that. Um, and then back to the song, um, Hidden Radio and Going Number One. I was currently, I was handling all our radio promotion and stuff. And I got some people that I know that I got in the door and like, hey, play the song. But like, I could only get it to go so far. So I actually started doing, paying for a radio promotion. We just abandoned and uh, the Lord just took that song and it just magically, just week after week, it just like, it would climb to 25, then it would climb to 18, 15, and then all of a sudden it'd say, like, wow, this is at like number five right now. This is kind of cool. And then just a couple of weeks later, it hit one, and I was just like beside myself because I was like, wow, just a little band, you know, like us, gets to hit number one. Um, but what God was revealing, you know, in that is that, you know, you don't have to be, you know, a big band. And in order to do that, because it's all about the heart and what you do the music for. And if you're doing it for God, he is going to bless it through and through. And that's why I believe the song hit number one. Yeah, and you never know that there, the purpose in that song hitting number one might not have even been to, you know, anything for you guys. You know, it's entirely possible that. You know, the radio stations that played it, God knew that the person who needed to hear that song was listening and, you know, he, he put yeah. it in the ears of the people that needed to hear it. You know, we'll never know. But uh, I think yeah, that it, I think that's definitely something really cool because um, your band and our band are very similar in in, you know, following and listenership. We're both under 2000 followers on Facebook and under a thousand monthly listeners on Spotify and all that, you know, very, very mm -hmm. similar in audience size. Um, so I, I know that how I would feel if we had a song that went number one on the, the Christian rock charts, I'd be like, wow, that's, that's pretty amazing for a band our size. So, you know, I, I remember seeing the saga on Facebook of Dave posting probably like five weeks in a row. I remember it being at like number two and number three for like four or five weeks before it hit Number one yeah. and Dave every week, like, come on, guys, just one more spot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, just call and request it one more time. But what was funny, <laughs> the week before it actually went number one, someone's like, Dave, I don't know. I think it might be going number one this week. I don't know. Um, and uh, when the chart posted, I think it was Relent. I think that was ab above us, but I don't remember the number. So I'll just make up the number right now. But they had literally one more um play than us that week and i was like oh we missed it by just a, like <laughs> two points again i do remember seeing at one point um i don't even remember the name of either relent song but there was one top point in that time that you were chasing the new relent song like the entire time for a few weeks trying to get that number one spot and yeah. then there was there was one week that relent released another new song and for one week they had one and two and you were at three i'm like oh man yeah. if it wasn't for relent you guys would have had it yeah they were like hey this is bad man we must release another new single right now 
I think the song was low, low by relent. That was one of them. That was definitely okay. one of them. And then the last days, I think that's the name of the song. Yeah. I'm not Lord. a huge relent fan, so I don't remember for certain something like that. So, um, you guys are currently, you said you're working on that new EP and I know I've seen that you're uh, trying to raise some funds, uh, for that album so uh once we're done we always put different links in the show notes and everything so um i'll make sure to find that gofundme link or if you want to make my job easier and <laughs> text it to me so that we can throw that up so people can help support you but um why don't you kind of talk a little about it whatever you want to share about this upcoming p what ep whatever direction you're trying to go what you know what are you trying to do with this upcoming ep well i will tell you if i can interrupt real quick we did um for one of our songs, we felt really sorry for this uh, this lead screamer of this one band. We felt so sorry for him that we figured we'd invite him to do some guest vocals on this track. I don't, I don't know if you know him, Zachariah. Do you know him? Sounds like a real loser, so no, I don't know him. For those of you who couldn't figure out, it's it's the one and only Zachariah Jervis, So. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of sucks being the the two worst vocalists on your own song, doesn't it? Well, you guys are amazing. <laughs> I wish I could do what you guys do because the only scream I got is caveman. <laughs> Honestly, so I brought that up to to Hunter one time that um the original release of Scratching the Surface was yeah. you doing the the growls. And I brought that up to Hunter and showed it to him. He's like, that's Dave. I'm like, yeah, that's Dave. He's like, he should do that some more. Like he should do a little bit of that, you know? So it must not be that bad that, uh, you know, Hunter enjoys it. Then again, Hunter is Hunter. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But <laughs> well, you, you put, you put enough processing on someone's voice. It can sound great. You know? <laughs> don't spill all the trade secrets, Jacob. People don't need to oh, yeah, know that yeah. I'm actually terrible. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have any more magical words, Jacob? <laughs> uh, go ahead. Tell them about the new album, Dave. Sure. All right. So with this direction that I feel the Lord leading us, and I mean, it could change because the Holy Spirit changed the name of the debut album. The debut album was supposed to be titled Crazy, but the Lord said, no, you have to call it Warzone. <laughs> And had artwork all paid and all that stuff for it. And oop, have to redo it. Um, so currently, what I'm hearing the Lord speak is the title track, which was one of the, I think the first songs that we went into studio to do. Um, it's called "Screaming for Love," and the Lord has just put it on my heart that uh, this generation is literally screaming for love, and they're confused on what love is, and we have the answer. And we have to go out into the world and let them know what that answer is. And that answer is Jesus Christ. So that is what the Lord is laying on my heart to do for this EP. So far. So far, yeah. Since Warzone, you've released three singles now, which was The Divided, Love, and Better is One Day. Are any of those songs going to find their way onto the EP? Maybe, hopefully, might might be like a bonus <laughs> song. Maybe you know, like 
hey, there's only five songs in here, but why is there six? Um, maybe might do that. Um, we'll have to just talk with the band in general and see what, you know, the masses want to do. And if we want to put any of those other songs on, we uh, definitely will. And so thinking, so what are those other songs? It'd be The Divided, Love. Well, I guess they would have to be on there because Screaming for Love, if that ends up being the title of the EP, I guess it would make sense to throw Love on there. <laughs> so we might just well just put all those songs on there. Right. And there are a lot of people that are physical CD people. You know, they're yep. the ones that still have their big booklet of CDs and everything. And so that's, that's one thing too, with just digital release singles is that there are definitely people that then won't, won't hear them because they're physical yep. CD people. So if you put them on the EP, then those people would still be able to hear those songs and listen to them how they generally prefer to listen. Right. Well, if you're uh, if you're boomers like Dave and I, you know, we definitely, <laughs> We definitely are used to full length hard case CD albums. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I, I have 350 hard case CDs sitting in my basement collecting dust somewhere. So, um, you know, in yeah. my thought process is if we, if we already have it re- recorded, what's the harm of just tossing it on the album anyways? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And when you go to make CDs, there's not really any difference between pressing a CD for 12 songs and pressing one for seven songs, you know? So yep. might as well put all of them on there, right? You know? That's right. But yeah, I would correct. say the only way that probably wouldn't make it on there is if, you know, if it's more like a concept album where, you know, all the songs literally have to flow together. Right. Stuff, but. Well, yeah, and I, I do know um, the only one that would make the most sense to leave it off would probably be Better Is One Day because I know we yep. have a cover coming up on this new album that we have and paying royalties on like digital releases is easy because it automatically gets taken care of and the royalties released from us to the original artist you know their their share and everything but with physical cds and selling them you still are legally required to to pay royalties for the original songwriter you know, no. for that. So if you don't want to deal with that headache, yeah, you know, no. you leave that one off. But the other two can still go on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, what I always say with uh, physical CDs, though, because like me and Jacob will probably always be old school, you know, with how we do stuff. But I mean, I buy all the digital stuff through iTunes and stuff. But I always tell people, I'm like, the actual CD, it actually sounds better than the digital. <laughs> you know, you get that higher... Uh, wave file that comes through see i have like a dozen cds that i keep here in my uh recording studio that are just kind of there for display purposes because i don't listen to cds ever i you know i buy cds from other bands you know that i want to support and stuff and i do need to eventually pick up a copy of warzone by the way i every time i see you play i think that and then i never end up getting it (laughs) It'll but, look uh, good up on your I bought, wall. I bought a shirt. <laughs> but uh um I have you know a dozen CDs from other bands and stuff that you know I get just to support the artist because I know that that's one of the best ways to actually support the artist is to buy the merch and CDs and stuff. And then they sit there because I don't actually listen to CDs. 
So, um, as far as raising funds for this EP, um, what are you doing to, to raise funds to help, help pay for that? Cause I know for us and for every other artist out there, making music isn't cheap. It's not free. It's not cheap, you know, and we, that's, that's part of bringing you on here is right. Is to, to get yep. you in front of other ears that may not know who you are and who might be willing to help with that. So why don't you, you know, walk through, you know, what it is you're trying to, to raise funds for with this EP, you know, how much you're trying to raise for it and goals in that regard. Yeah. Um, I think the starting goal, I think was like 7,000 and that was going to be like for a full length album. And that would um, cover recording, editing, mixing, mastering. But since we're doing an EP, it'll more than likely just cut in half. So I would say probably an estimate of 3,500, maybe 4K is what we are looking to raise. We currently have raised like 620. 620, but currently that's been all used up for the current songs that we have went in to start doing. So we're kind of at zero again. Um, but it's been a blessing so far because when we started the fundraiser, I, I think we got that amount just within like a couple of weeks and stuff. Um, I yeah. know it kind of tapered off now, but I think that's just because we haven't been promoting it as much. But what we're doing to show our thanks and gratitude, because, I mean, it does cost money and they're giving their money that they trust in us to do what we're doing. Um, anyone that does fund the record, they're going to get a copy of Warzone and a copy of the new EP. Um, and then there's certain amounts. I don't remember what they are, but they'll end up getting like a DV t-shirt. And I think there's like some options where it would be kind of like a new DAV t-shirt design and stuff. Um, I think DAV hats and stuff like that. So that's currently what we are offering for people that do donate. So for, you know, there are, there are a lot of people that they like instant gratification, right? Some people might look at that and be like, well, if I give the money to them now, I'm not going to get this stuff until it's released. And that could be a year from now. So do you have a, a website where you sell merch or anything? So if someone wants to, you know, get that instant gratification and get that, that merch or CD or anything right away, do you have any options for that? Um, we have to currently get like the shirts and the hats and all that stuff uploaded to the website. I think that's currently up there right now is the music. But I mean, if people do want, say they don't want, say like a brand new DVD shirt, because we'll have to be in the process of trying to make those and stuff. But I mean, if they want a DVD shirt right away or they want the hat right away, I mean, we'll be gladly to ship it out right away. You know, we can send in the Warzone CD right away. And then once we get the, new EP, we can ship that out second. And, uh, you know, so we're willing to do whatever we need to, to supply those demands. Dave, why don't you go ahead and give them our website so they can check out this option. Yep. So go our, ahead. Web, our website is www.intheversemusic. In the verse. Oh, Whoa. Uh -oh. Senior, music, senior moment. Start that uh -oh. over. Hey, look, it's a blooper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. www.official.com. 
gavmusic.com. And we'll make sure to put that in the show notes for anyone that that uh, wants to look you up. We usually put your uh, your Facebook, your website, your YouTube, and your Spotify up there for people to to be able to find you in that way. And if there's anywhere else that you want us to to throw up there for links to to find you, we can do that as well. But it's always good to like hear from you guys where the best places are to 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 reach out and find you guys. Um, so. What what does the future look like for DAV? I mean, obviously, wherever God leads you and <laughs> and makes you go, right? Yeah. But uh, so. if you're looking ahead and and planning ahead and what your your goals are, what does the future look like for DAV? Yeah. So for the future of DAV, I think Jacob can you know say what he um, thinks as well, and he can see if he agrees. But you know, when we started, you know. COVID basically hit and, you know, forced, you know, only a couple shows to start and, and that kind of bled into, you know, just playing a couple shows a year. But I mean, we're looking forward to just taking that another step now since, you know, we're kind of past that. And uh, we're just looking to get out there and play more shows that we can and just let God use us to be a vessel for him. And so I would say that, so besides just doing the music and stuff, releasing it is, I would say our most important goal is to get out there and play more. Yeah. What do you um, think, I, would, I would, con- yeah, I would concur with what Dave says. We definitely, you know, all of us in the band, we have a strong passion for performing live, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how good we are live, but we definitely uh, <laughs> we love live shows and we definitely want to play more shows. And, uh, you know, we're willing to travel and make it work. So, uh, you know, we'd like to we'd like to get out there a little bit more and play some shows, you know, hopefully get our next EP up and running and, and funded. Um, actually, Dave forgot to mention there is a special uh, fundraising level that if you donate three thousand dollars, you could be featured on one of our tracks and we want to thank Zachariah for doing that. And uh, we'll just, uh, we'll get your credit card after the call here. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So about that. Um, no, <laughs> if that's, if that's what it costs, you can just delete the parts that I already recorded. <laughs> yeah. I'll give a little funny story about like just the future that, that we have played. And, you know, I mean, we're always harder on ourselves than, the crowd and stuff but you know what kind of made me you know smirk and smile um because everyone knows in general like i don't like being called like a local band like i love wisconsin i love being a part of wisconsin but there's just something about local that people don't give that band a chance and stuff it's like oh well they're a local band they ain't gonna be any good um but when we opened up for gfm a lot of the people that were at that show after our performance, they literally went up to Jane, uh, Jan and were like, uh, are you sure that band is a local band? Because they sound too good to be a local band. So after the night was over, she came up to me and was like, yeah, I had a few people come up to me, you know, saying, you know, you sure this is a local band? She's like, yes. You know, and they thought that we were, pretty good live and stuff so i just thought that was kind of like a cool experience to witness you know in regards to playing shows 
Well, see, every band at one point or another had to start as a quote-unquote local band. Although I do kind of agree with you. Normally when I talk about bands that are, you know, when it's, when someone says local band, the first image that pops into my mind is like an 80s metal cover band. That's what <laughs> yes, like that's what jumps into my brain is like <laughs> that, you know. And so like I think that there's a difference between local bands and underground bands. Yeah. I consider like us, you know, us our band and your band to be in that underground category because while we have played local shows, our music is it we're not there are a lot of bands like in my area that I know I've seen play at local bars yeah. and stuff. But if you look them up, they don't have anything on any streaming services. They don't have stuff available outside of like, hey, come and see us play at a local bar, you know, whereas yeah. so I think that's what kind of separates the local band from the underground band is that, you know, the underground band doesn't have a huge following yet, but they're accessible to anyone anywhere. So yeah. thank you, technology, <laughs> you know, yeah. Anybody anywhere in the world could find you guys, and that's not exactly the same for a lot of local bands, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely like Dave said, we're blessed to be able to have our song reach number one on the Christian Billboard charts, and that's an amazing opportunity for ministry. And you know, that sets us apart a little bit, you know, not bragging because it's it's all God that that did that. Uh, but yeah, it's cool that we got to be set apart from just your average uh you know rock band that opens opens for the opener for the headliner you know <laughs> like the first opener not the second opener so uh yeah that's pretty cool i do think it's a good uh measure of success as well uh, we just both uh played at life fest because if any i don't know if it became obvious through this conversation i never actually said it but these guys live both live less than an hour and a half away from me. Jacob lives like 45 minutes and Dave, like an hour and 20 minutes away from me. Um, Jacob actually lives like 10, 15 minutes away from Hunter. So they're both up in the Appleton area. So we both are, are regulars at Life Fest now because that's a, a festival here in Wisconsin. So, you know, they bring in a few of the Wisconsin bands to play, right? And there are two two stages that they have metal bands play on and that's the pit stage and the edge stage and the the pit stage is literally just in a tent outside you know and the edge stage is a little bit more of like what you think of when you think of a festival stage it's in a building sort of a it's at the fairground so it's in like one of the the stables or the barns or whatever but horse uh, corral yeah horse corral whatever you want to call it um but that's that's a much larger stage with the larger capacity and uh um the last couple of years you guys have actually been able to play up on the edge stage which is usually reserved for the slightly better known larger metal bands and stuff and uh so i think that's pretty cool maybe next year we'll get up on the edge stage but uh we're we're confined to the pit stage at the moment so you know it just shows there's there's a little bit of growth there for you guys because uh you guys were the the first band to play at the edge stage on thursday at life fest right and yes. i i yep. was actually like not intending this to be an insult but i was a little surprised at how many people you guys had there you know i i came in to watch the the us too the the, the first part of your set and i'm like hey like they've got they've got a decent crowd here you know you especially for being the the first band playing that generally means those people are actually there to see you they're not 
hanging out because the band they wanted to see just got done and they're like, oh, who's this? We'll stick around for a little bit, you know? That means they were actually there to see you. So I think that that's pretty cool too. You know, you're, it shows the the growth that you have year over year because when you uh, played the pit stage last year, you definitely didn't have that many people there, you know? So it's always cool to see that, you know, kind of year over year growth where, you know, God had you before and he's starting to take you other places and to grow your audience a little bit. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, if I can interject, I mean, we've had, God has provided so many opportunities uh, for us, you know, with being at Life Fest, being on the edge stage and then, uh, you know, getting on the radio and, uh, you know, Dave didn't, I don't think he touched on this, but for our first album Warzone, for the fundraising aspect of that, we had, um, you know, one, one unknown donor. I think Dave knows who it is, but I said, you know, we don't need to know who stepped up and paid a large sum to, to finish the fundraising of the first album to make that happen. Um, and then recently we are in the process of looking for potentially looking for a lead guitarist and uh, we couldn't find one in time or we were <laughs> struggling to find someone to fill in uh, for life us. Uh, you know, it came down to about a month, I think, before the show and God provided um, an awesome guy who who volunteered to drive up from Tennessee to fill in. And, you know, it, it's just awesome to be blessed with, you know, opportunities to make things work and, you know, just just get the message out. I, I mean, I <laughs> I'm just in awe how God puts that all together and, you know, something that you know, we thought, oh man, this is impossible. It's just never going to happen, but you know, it keeps on happening. And, you know, I, uh, you know, I hope we can keep on the track that, you know, that won't change. And I'll, I'll uh, interject really quick because you brought it up. Um, the, the guitarist that you guys uh, brought up from Tennessee, right? That's where he lives in Tennessee. His name is Jeremy and he's the uh, guitarist for altogether United. So we'll give him a little bit of uh, a shout out for his band here too. So go ahead and check them out after you check out DAV's music. (laughs) So uh, is there anything else that uh, you guys want to share anything that's on your hearts or, you know, whatever you want to say, take the mic now and say it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, what I would like to say is um, just like, you know, with that struggle of trying to find a lead guitarist and know that God's going to provide and stuff. And even if, I mean, we have to go a different direction, like member wise to how we got to shuffle things up to make it work if we can't find a lead guitarist, but I'm having faith that he is going to. And I would like to share like a testimony from that is because our former lead guitarist, he left in December his brother was in the band, so once his brother moved to Tennessee, um, I was like, well, it's probably going to be just a couple of minutes now before, you know, he'll leave as well. And lo and behold, he's like, yeah, I got college. I got this summer job. I'm not going to have time anymore. So then that got us into the search mode, and I was dressing. I was like month after month can't find no one can't find no one and then when i thought i did oh we're busy that weekend can't do it then back to searching again and again and i'm like talking to god i'm like god you know we got like six months now before life has hit you know you got to have someone 
And then it just kept going month after month after month. And I'm really starting to stress because it was literally a month before going live at Life Fest that God provided Jeremy Leach. And, uh, and what I just want to share from that testimony is that is to be patient, don't fear, don't stress, because the Lord already has it planned out because he has a plan and a purpose for our life. And like, if I could fast forward in time and know that, well, hey, a month from Life Fest, we would have this guitarist, I wouldn't have been stressed out. I would have been like, yep, we have it all planned out. But the reason why God allows that to happen is because he wants us to trust him, be patient, because he knows our hearts and our desires. And those desires are the gifts, you know, that he gives us and wants us to use. So I just want to encourage anyone out there, you know, if you're facing a, a similar thing right now or a calling in your life, is just to be patient, trust God with the process, and it's all going to work out for his glory. Anything else you want to add, Jacob, uh, before we uh, call it a day? Sure. Um yeah, I think um, something that I think some, not all, but some Christian bands in general nowadays uh, may lack, and it's straightforward lyrics, um, you know, really lyrics that touch on issues that, you know, sometimes are uncomfortable or, you know, overlooked or underlooked. And, you know, I just love how, you know, Dave writes lyrics that are, super, super straightforward and to the point. And, you know, it's sometimes us as Christians need, need that straightforward message. It may make us feel uncomfortable, but, uh, you know, at least for me, uh, you know, <laughs> as a man and a husband, I sometimes need more of the straightforward message than, <laughs> you know, some walk around, dance around stuff. So, you know, I'm just, I'm super blessed by, the band i'm blessed to know you zachariah and blue fire horizon and you know I, we just we just need to be thankful so much for what god provides for us amen <laughs> well listen guys it was uh great having you on you guys have been kind of my like keep in the back pocket because i know that you know you'll be able to hop on. You guys are local and it'll be easier to get you guys on than, you know, other guests. So that's, that's probably the biggest reason why it took us so long to like get you guys on is because you've been my like emergency guests. Like, Oh man, we got our, our last minute podcast. Not <laughs> substitutes, man. Like, like the, ben, on, the bench Jacob. warmers. See, look at, yeah, look at it. The humble, look at it. Look at it this way. You are the guys that I know I can count on. That's the way I look at it. Is that I know if I can't get somebody else, I know you guys, I can count on you guys. That's that's the way I see it. Not that you guys are second tier or anything, but I know I can count on you guys because you're good boys. Oh, <laughs> oh, we'd love to be back anytime for sure. Well, uh, I'm going to say probably when uh, your uh, new EP releases and you, you know, you're, you're making the rounds to promote it and you want to get it out there in other uh then other audiences and stuff and uh considering you had another guest vocalist do a part on one song um you know it might be a good idea to bring you guys back on and kind of promote that song you know maybe we'll see mm -hmm. <laughs> that'd be cool 
All right. So with that, we're going to go ahead and play uh, Better Is One Day. All right. Thanks for, thanks for joining, guys. Yes. Thank you. God bless you, man. Bye. You can help support us by heading over to anchor.fm forward slash TWIE pod and clicking on the donate button where you can select one of a few monthly donation rates of $1, $5, or $10. All money helps keep this podcast up and running, as well as supports lesser-known Christian artists. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Thousands elsewhere